Welcome to Brotherly Pod. Here it is, Sunday, February 18, 2024. I guess it's like Monday, but, you know, time is relative. Doesn't matter. It's a human construct. 24 hours notice. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Anyway, we are back. Katie is joining me tonight. Katie, how you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Doing, doing fine. And uh, we brought you back tonight because you attended the Stadium Series game. I did. I, in which I the am Flyers much... got to beat. It was six it was three rough. by the Devils. Um, I I feel much better after I've uh, thawed out of the icicle <laughs> that I was yesterday. It was, I uh, no joke. It was the coldest I've ever been in my entire life. I believe it. I think it was what ten degrees last night. It was so. It was thirty degrees, but with wind chill and the height because I was in the upper level, it was probably closer to 20. So it was, and it only got colder as the game went on. Yeah, I, uh... Because, and we were there till like 11.30. I, I have never been happier for a game to not go into overtime. If, and if they went to overtime, I'm usually, like, very anti-leaving the game early. But if it went into overtime and I didn't leave, I genuinely don't think I would be alive today to tell the tale. I believe it. I was at the Phantoms last night, and just the couple hundred feet walk from the stadium to my car, I was fucking cold. I was like, yeah. uh-uh, that sucks. <laughs> that was part of the thing, and we were, we did a friggin' flyer yeah. last Friday, and I guess Mike went as well. Uh, he and a couple friends went up, and he said, it's gonna be like 10 degrees that night, they're predicting, and I'm like, fuck that. No, thank you. That alone would have kept me away. I thought I was so prepared. I wore so many layers. I had, like, like a... My uh, my grandma has like knit me some socks, like so I had like wool socks on. I had like my LL Bean boots because I was like, people in Maine wear these, right? When it gets cold, so like yeah. my feet will be warm. You know, wrong. <laughs> I I genuinely could not feel my feet, like at any point when I was outside. Um, I would go to the bathroom in intermission because the bathrooms were warm. So once you made it through the monst- the monstrous line, you were good. Uh, but I thought I, I did like the fan experience they had before the game. So I got I got to MetLife right around four. Did you o'clock. drive to MetLife? I did drive to oh, MetLife. Oh, that's so brutal. I mean, it, I was there in how August. How else was I going to get there? I was there in August for a Metallica show, and I was like, "This is I hate driving to North Jersey. North Jersey, New York, from here is easily the worst drive." Speaking speaking of North Jersey. They branded this night as like a New Jersey theme yeah. stadium series. It was a North Jersey. There was zero, <laughs> zero South Jersey representation at all during this event. And as a South Jersey native, I am appalled. It was terrible. He could have took the train the, or something. The only the only thing that they mentioned about South Jersey was during the Jonas Brothers concert when Nick, uh, I think one of the brothers was asking, you know, is it is it Taylor Ham or Pork Roll? Like like that was it. That was the beginning and end of the South Jersey discourse. The answer is Taylor Ham, by the way. No, it's not. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut up. We're not friends anymore. Shane Damner quit working with me when I said that to him one time. As he should. I, I'm gonna. This is my last show on Brotherly Pod, everyone. I I can't do this anymore. <laughs> um, t- Taylor is the brand. Pork roll is the product. I don't know who needs to hear it, but please get that information into your brain. Apparently, me. Thank you. 
Yes. Um, anyway, so I got there around 4, 4 4.30. I did drive because how else was I going to get there? Trains? Um, I don't want to take the train back at 11.30 p.m. Somebody said, I saw somebody on Twitter that said after the game ended, they still had to wait an hour for the train. Yeah, I was not. A, yeah, sucks. in that weather, no, thank you. Um, I will say the last half hour of my drive was pretty rough because I was trying my darndest not to fall asleep at the wheel because I was trying. To be, uh, my my boyfriend who was with me like kept like making sure I was eating snacks because I had to stay awake, and I was just like I made sure I had music on in the car that I knew the words to, and I forced myself to <laughs> sing along because so it made it made me stay conscious. Uh, I did not get home until 1.30 yesterday, or this morning, God. however you want to put that. So, um, yeah, your girl's a little tired today. Um, I thought the fan experience thing that they had beforehand was pretty cool. They had a museum um, that I unfortunately did not get a chance to walk through uh, before having to go into the stadium for the game. But they had... Uh, almost like a mobile museum. So it was kind of in like a trailer almost. It was, it was a mixture of like trailers and tents was how everything was like set up. And it was basically kind of like the history of like growing the game and everything. It was really cool. I was the, that was the one thing I, I really kind of wish I had time for that I didn't get to. Um, we did the upper deck hockey card making. So like you get your own hockey card made of yourself. I thought that was pretty neat. Um I walked around. There was an autograph signing by Ken Danico, who played for the Devils. Yeah. Um, which was going on when we were there. I obviously did not get in line for that. Um, but I thought it was pretty neat that he was there and that they were having like these signings before the fan event or before the game. Um, I think the one of my favorite parts was the cover band that they had there, uh, the Bruce Springsteen cover band. So <laughs> they were playing Santa Claus is coming to town in the middle of february <laughs> but they sounded great i loved it as a as a bruce lover of course as a as a new jersey native how can you not love bruce springsteen right uh they had the stanley cup there didn't do that but you know i i heard a lot of people really enjoyed it and they had a big bar kind of like in the middle um where you could get like specialty drinks and whatever that they made so i got one that was really, it was neat, but man, they were so slow with that. Um, they had a lot of merchandise sales going on. Um, if you wanted to do that, I saw a lot of people wearing the Stadium Series merchandise. I don't know if people bought it because they wanted it or because they were freezing their butts off and <laughs> needed more clothes to stay warm. That's a hell of a gimmick. So I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that many people wearing like, like the state like specific events merchandise more like everybody was in like either the devil's like stadium series hat or the flyer stadium series hat there's i think i saw maybe one or two other people wearing the hat that i was wearing which was the knit that hat they had the last time they played outdoors at um what was it the link yeah like five years ago what apparently that's the only outdoor game the flyers have ever won by the way so you i guess know, i should've... saw that stat too and i didn't know that at first I but i guess when either. i think about it that it is true but i did not know that consciously until i saw that stat on twitter today uh yeah i i was like i was like huh really and the, yeah and then i went back and thought about it i was like oh yeah i guess um, that i think that's still probably one of my favorite like games i've ever been to was that one i remember 
physically feeling my soul leave my body <laughs> when Giroud scored the overtime goal. I don't think I've ever been as fanatical at a game as I was at that. That was crazy. I remember like it was yesterday, too. Um, the Jonas Brothers, what can I say? I love the Joe Bros. That was definitely one of my favorite parts of the night. Um, I will say my only gripe was that they played songs in the pregame concert that they also played at the second intermission. What? <laughs> you yeah. can't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. So we didn't, we didn't, first of all, we didn't get SOS. They did not sing that. They didn't sing Hold On either. Other than that, it was pretty much what I expected. Um, but like they sang, they sang Sucker in the pregame warm up or the pregame concert. They sang Burning Up at the pregame concert. Uh, I think there was like one other song that they did hmm. it, at the pregame that they did in the second intermission. I'm like, why would you do that? Like, Not really? You have five albums worth of material, and I literally and I literally saw them play all five of those albums when I saw them in concert five months ago. They 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 had nothing else they could do. No. What? Oh, year three thousand. I think that was it. Um, but yeah, I was I, that that was the part that annoyed me. That but, seemed kind of cheap. Well, yeah, like. I, uh, if you if you know you're going to be playing again, why, like just save those songs for for save your the random ones in the pregame and save the big ones for the second intermission. Well, because uh, I think they knew. I don't know if the pregame concert was televised, but the second intermission concert definitely was. Hmm. Uh, because I think that's generally how they do it. I don't Probably, know. Probably, yeah. but they they would have had more attention on it that way. But I don't know. That was just annoying to me. I'm sure other people who are not as big of Jonas Brothers fans are like that I was. <laughs> Didn't really care as much. Like my, my friends, um, my, I went with three of my friends and unfortunately they were all Devils fans. So they were, they were, they were clowning me like the whole night. But one of them went to the bathroom um, during second intermission. And when he came back, I was like, you missed the concert. And he's like, oh, I heard the whole thing earlier. Because they played all the same yeah. songs. <laughs> he was like, I didn't miss a thing. Um, I, I mean, you know, the game itself. I, I, I can't, you know. Nico Dahl showed up looking like Patrick Waugh yesterday. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they got 48 shots on goal and they were only able to score three times. Like, that's just baffling to me. Uh, I, I think, honestly, it was kind of... Like from from the jump, they just looked half a step behind, pretty much the whole game, and and they were chasing it the whole time. Um, it was their opportunity to really get a jump a good, on the Devils yeah. in the standings, and they didn't do that. Luckily, the Rangers won today, and overtime, oh, they did? so they okay. keep the Islanders at bay. At least did Chris Kreider score? Uh, I'm only asking because I I had a bet that he would score today. Uh, yes, he did. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. All righty. All right. That makes me feel better. Um, three points. Uh, I will say the Devils have the most annoying goal song of all time. <laughs> um, I, I did think it was cool that like the band. So the, the band that sings their goal song is from New Jersey. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but they had the band there live to play the song whenever they scored a goal which was unfortunately too many times um 
it, but they were just it, it was like this guitar riff and they just say you suck and i'm like that's so like i don't know it just felt lame to me yeah, and from the Flyers' perspective, Tippett had two goals. Sealer had the third. Tippett balled out, and everyone else did not, apparently. Everybody else did not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was rough. Um, uh, I don't have, you know, uh, what else can you say? Like, it, you're th- the Flyers are not going to win when not everybody is performing at the top of their game. And that's kind of been the story with them pretty much this whole year. Yeah. You know, if if – TK took a really bad slashing penalty that just took the game from bad to worse. And they just, they never recovered. And uh, I just hope that this was a a one-off, a reminder to them that, you know, they need to kick it into high gear because if they don't, they're going to get lapped in the standings. You know, this was already the biggest game of the year and they failed to show up for it. So it makes me really nervous going down the stretch that they're not, gonna take it as seriously flyers have played 56 games uh they have 65 points which is still third in the metro uh rangers are in first place with 75 hurricanes in second place with 69 flyers are 65 devils now have 60 Uh, islanders have 58 both the islanders and devils have two games in hand on the flyers as we speak and in fact it looks like everyone in the metropolitan division has at least one game in hand on the flyers on the flyers yeah i think they've played the most in the division Maybe the conference? Uh, to this point? 56. Lightning have also played 56. But those, okay. So Flyers and Lightning have played the most games thus far. You look over to the Atlantic. Uh, they hold both wild card spots at the moment uh, with the Lightning and 65 points. The Red Wings have 62. So the Devils are chasing for the second wild card spot. And if the Flyers fall out, it's going to get dicey all of a sudden here uh, because the Atlantic yeah. is quite the race for uh for their wild card spots so i mean especially in this division in particular where you know there are some clear front runners and then after that it's anybody's game they could not afford to put out a performance like they put out yesterday like it, it, i think in the post game conference tortorella was like yeah you know a game is a game we got to keep the focus in front of, on the game ahead of us but like there was so much at stake in that game yesterday you know they had, you know, the biggest audience that they were going to get all year. They were playing on national television, and they are historically awful when they play on national television. So this was a chance for them to kind of, you know, rewrite the narrative a little bit and get some much-needed two points. You know, there's no guarantee that they're going to be able to maintain their position in the third spot, especially with those games in hand. So, like, it's hard to overstate the importance of yesterday's game. And they they just fell flat on their faces. I don't know if it's because like today's game was like the Devil's Stanley Cup or whatever of the year, but they showed up to play and nobody on the Flyers did except for Owen Tippett. And the Flyers only play once this week. They play Chicago on they Wednesday. Do. Yeah, they if they be, if they don't win that game, we got problems. Maybe back to back with the Rangers of Pittsburgh on next Saturday and Sunday, but only one game this week. So I assume a lot of the other teams are going to uh, catch up with them as far as games in hand are concerned. And so yeah, this a much is going to be of what they look like. So I believe Bar- uh, Dart is back for Chicago. So of course the Flyers have to face that fucking. Yeah, game. exactly right. <laughs> Come just, in and just, shred the, them. just their luck. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about uh, Sam Erson's performance in this one, and you know, listen, everyone, like Carter Hart is gone. He's in jail. 
Well, it probably will be for a long time, as it deserves, based on is the horrific nature of his crimes. Or did he get... Is I don't he know in what jail? he's doing right now. He should be. He will be. Let's put it that way. But uh, regardless, you know, there was a lot of time there earlier this season when people were more or less begging for Hart to go away and for Urson to take over. They were, we don't need Carter Hart no more. We got Sam Urson, you know, in December and January there. And I always said, you know, be careful what you wish for, because, you know, despite the kind of person Carter Hart is, he, you know, he was very good at his job professionally, right? And uh, without him, you know, Urson, you're, it's trial by fire right now. Cal Peterson is a shit backup goaltender. Urson's going to get a, like 95% of the ice time for the rest of the season and uh, turning in a lot of mixed performances this season. He seems to get on streaks more than anything. He'll have a couple of really strong games, a couple of pretty bad games. He had three games there and the end of January, <clears throat> right after Hart would have gotten snatched up by the Popo, um, 789, 824, 714. And he had two games there, 952, 966. And his last three were 870, 857, and an 872. So, you know, this is a young goaltender. He's still coming into his own. And now with Hart gone, this net's all his. And he's going to have to learn on the fly to figure out how to be a starter in the NHL. Yeah, I, I mean, you per- put it perfectly. Like, I think because we are, are lacking an actual proven goaltender, people are forgetting that this guy's still, like, a rookie. Like, there's going to be ups and downs, especially in this situation. And he's not going to put up a perfect performance every night. Like he's still learning how to play in this league. You can't expect him to be, you know, Carter Hart, you know, right off the bat and just essentially pick up where he left off. It is unrealistic to expect that from him. If he did, that would just be a bonus, but he's still developing and to be, thrust all of a sudden into the starter position as he was, you know, can be a little jarring. In fact, I expect it's very jarring. Yeah. Especially with this team, you know, I I think everybody, like you said, expected too much from him from the, from the jump. And I definitely think he needs a little bit of slack. I think the team's got to work on helping him on, uh, you know, playing better in front of him, especially when they know that they're, they have a young goaltender like that yeah they're gonna have to do what they can to protect him moving forward here mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see what they do in the summer you know cal peterson still signed for one year a five million cap hit his buyout is relatively favorable so i assume that they explore mm-hmm. that avenue and look for somebody else but you know without heart here you know kolosov's expected to make the jump may happen as early as later this season when the KHL comes to an end could be the start of next season but he's going to be in the AHL this guy's not playing in the NHL immediately i know a lot of people want to pretend he is he's not you know it's going to take some time so they they need a competent backup in the short term that can handle a little bit of ice time here cuz i mean we were spoiled with hart nurse and team mm-hmm. together having two guys like that you can throw out at any given night and be successful you're not going to get that with Cal Peterson, and you're not going to get that with Sandstrom either. So you gotta you gotta figure something out here this summer, and then all of a sudden you go from an embarrassment of riches and net to it needs to be a top priority to find a backup of some right. kind of substance this summer to prevent Sam Urson from being thrown to the wolves. Yeah, and uh, I mean you know Urson cannot be absolved of blame on every single goal that sure. he lets up, right? You know, like I, he let in a couple yesterday, where uh, you know particularly on the Toffoli goal. Where I was like, yeah, he he probably should have had that rebound, yeah. and like that that was a bad one to let in. It, it, but 
you know, I think that can be said of a lot of goaltenders in the league where, you know, every, you know, they let in goals that they wish they could have back and other ones where they were just kind of left out to dry by the team in front of them. But I, I think, you know, the, the Flyers have definitely got to focus on addressing this position, you know, either in the short term and if, if that's something that they look to do at the deadline, um, because, you know, who knows, you know, what the situation is going to be. Obviously, they want to keep Urson on for next year, but they cannot bring back Cal Peterson. They have to find a either competent starter or go with a more, like, you know, tandem situation. It's going to be interesting to see how Danny Briere addresses it. I mean, <laughs> the needs of the organization just in this one season have shifted wildly yeah, from true. start to finish. Like, we thought we had the one C in Cutter Gauthier, and now we don't. Yeah, and two we thought we, we yeah one. we thought we had two we we thought they had they had the goaltending down pat did not need to worry about it nope now we do yep. like and especially when they say they're rebuilding uh, I I find it I I genuinely don't know what they're going to do and I I, I mean that in both a good way and a bad way <laughs> like like they could decide to just go out and get Jacob Markstrom. And I'd be like, cool, that's awesome. Or they could go out and get like, I don't know, somebody who's Run it back not that Peterson. competent. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, please do not speak that into existence, Daniel. <laughs> he's uh, under contract. They could just get, I don't know, Alex Lyon. I think he's a free agent or something like that. Anthony Stolarz is available. Uh, yeah, bring him back or whatever, I guess. I would be so happy if they brought Stolarz back. Really? Yeah. I will never forgive Chuck Fletcher for trading him for fucking Cam Talbot. Yeah, that didn't really work out too well. Still drives me nuts. But uh, we've not really talked about this. We briefly touched upon on the Nick show uh, last week. But Sean Couturier is your new captain. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I I genuinely want to know like who is in charge of like releasing these decisions to the media Thank because you. I thought God. I thought that the timing of this was mind boggling. Yep. It was wasn't it at like eleven a.m. on a Tuesday? Some or a random Thursday? tie and some random day in February, right before the trade deadline. It's just you know, like we all knew Sean Couturier was going to be the next captain, right? Like dollars to donuts, he was probably going to be the guy to get it. That's if not I a had, surprise. If I had to put money on it, it would have been him. Yeah, right. He, naming him captain is not a surprise. The fact that they did it on some random Thursday in the middle of the season in February, right before the trade deadline, it's like, what? Why now? Like that—that's the part in my mind. Yeah, and, like, like why? Also, like, how did they decide this? Like two thirds of the way into the season, like, like what was it really? Really, the the fu performance as John Tortorella called that, and he was like, "Give that man the C." <laughs> so I've heard some people suggest that. I've also heard the theory that. He was going to be the guy all along, and because he was out the last few years, Tortorella never had a chance to do it, and they didn't name him captain at the beginning of the year because they wanted to make sure he could still go, and now that we're halfway through the year, he's performing well, he's still at his peak, it looks like he's got some tread left on his tires, that they just named him captain now, but, but like, yeah. why, why, what, why, why? now, like, <laughs> why not wait till at least after the deadline to see if you have Lawton here, promoting him as, he's still an alternate right before I the trade deadline, so it's crazy. like, hmm. like that's I also weird. thought it was interesting that, like, they didn't give the captaincy to the one guy wearing a letter on his shirt originally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was, like, you didn't make your de facto captain the captain? Like, 
Huh? Yeah. You know, I, I wrote a piece back in, I think it was right after Christmas. Uh, and I noted that every single time this conversation comes up, it just drives me nuts when I put more than 30 seconds of thought into it. This whole captaincy. Because it's like, you don't trust anybody else to have an A, but you're not giving Lawton a C. But now you're going to give it, it's still in the C ripe of the deadline. Just, ah! Why? It's just, it's a weird timing for all of it. Why didn't they just wait three weeks after the deadline if Lawton's still here? I mean, does that mean they're not getting rid of Lawton? Or are they just going to name another A, you know, in three weeks' time from now? It's, it's such a weird Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was to, uh, so weird. But also, like, they did it right, like, the day, either the day before or the day of the game against Toronto. A game that they were not playing at home. So his first game as the captain was on the road. Also true. Like, like why? Uh, Like, you're playing the biggest game of the season in two days. Wouldn't it be really cool to, you know, make that debut then? Um, Or, I don't know, before the next game at home? I also feel kind of bad for the people who bought either Couturier or Konechny uh, Stadium Series jerseys because they're technically not accurate because they don't have the C or the A on there. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I, th- I think the Flyers should allow like fans to bring in their jerseys to be in bordering because I, d- I did think that was kind of shitty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do it right as you're trying to this sell the stadium series. This is what happens when you announce it on a random ass Thursday. Like, gee, maybe wait till after the trade deadline, or I don't know, the off season when these moves are generally announced. Like, who names their captain in the middle of the season? I don't like, know. Is, has that been done before? I don't know if by this team or by any other team, but yeah, like, like none of it made sense. Yeah, it was very just bizarre timing for it to happen, and uh, the moves are not unexpected. I was actually kind of baffled they didn't give the C to Konechny. I thought for sure that would be oh, uh, really? yeah. the guy. Like I figured it was going to be Couturier, but it sure seemed like Konechny was rising up the ranks here. But uh, since he's not under contract, I guess, uh, well, not does not have an extension yet locked up. Yeah, he's under contract for next season yet, but I guess that's probably why they avoided it, at least for the time being, so... Yeah, Couturier, who's been here since 2011 and will be here until 2029 or 2030 or whatever it is. Uh, he will be 2030, his contract expires. So oh he'll be your That's captain. That's still for so far. It is funny how many people used to complain about Claude Giroux's leadership and all that. And then they give the captain to the guy who spent his entire career playing under Claude Giroux's leadership. But hey, you know, there's no room for logic in situations I mean, same like thing this, with right? Lawton, right? Yeah, Lawton's been here the whole time as well. I don't know. Yeah, it it is interesting that they all like are saying like the room needed a culture change, but like <laughs> I think everybody also agrees that Claude Giroux wasn't the problem in the room. Well, but, most and you people. Can't, I don't know. About yeah, I should say I should say most people. Some of the Sensi- hot takes sensible I saw on people. After. Yeah, sensible people. That's sensible people <laughs> agree that Claude Giroux was not the problem in the room. So then they promote everybody who was in the room when <laughs> everything fell apart and yeah. went to shit. Like, like, uh, huh? Yeah. It was... It's just, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really know what changed. Maybe, maybe it was, especially because Tortorella spent so much time saying that there's not going to be a captain. No captains. We're not having captains. We're not answering. Ca- ah, no captains. He said that for two years now, a year and a half. And just then out of the blue, here's the captain, the guy who's been here forever. Like, I just, I don't know. Who cares? 
Just it was dumb. it was the most expected and unexpected move at the same Pretty time. Pretty much, yeah. Like I left, like I left work and I got like the I saw the alert that was like Flyers announced new captain and I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, why? <laughs> I don't know. A baffling move, baffling time for the move, but like they couldn't have just had like a, a you know a handshake, nudge, nudge, wink, wink agreement of like, hey, when the season, you know, before the start of next season, we're gonna name you the captain. You got and two months left in the season. And we'll name it after yeah. that, and you know, June and uh, an official ceremony and a rebrand and all this uh, shit. Nope. I don't know. They should put us in charge. Have <laughs> <laughs> somebody that just knows how to market even just a little bit. Put me in, coach. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. We'll run this ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What does the upcoming schedule even look like? Chicago on Wednesday, Rangers in Pittsburgh in a back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday. One of those games is home, one of them is away. I don't know which one. I was just about to ask. Um, Tampa on Tuesday, Washington Friday, Ottawa Saturday. So... Mixed bag over the next couple weeks here in terms of caliber of opponent. Yeah, they got a light week this week. Um, So hopefully they can put all of the pomp and circumstance of of yesterday's game behind them and focus on the task at hand. Um, Yeah, it, it, it was abysmal. I can't say that I... I enjoyed the immediate company that I had at the game. Um, which were my, my three friends. Um, how divided would, do you think the crowd was in terms of, it was mostly devils. devils fans, mostly devils. I would say, I would say it was, uh, uh, like 70, 30. Hmm. They, ca- they showed up, you know what? Props to them. They came out and showed up for their team. Um, but I will say my, pretty much my entire section, namely, uh, one man sitting behind me <laughs> were, absolutely insufferable and i i mean that with the highest degree (laughs) they were insufferable to be around that's the worst thankfully my friends that i was with were you know normal people um but you know i don't care who you root for don't be an asshole and they were just assholes um there was one man the guy behind me who was shouting like you know stuff that you should not say publicly like ever not even in your own home really god uh much much less around people about like the flyers and you know stuff and i'm like you're a grown man and like you're saying this stuff like uh, are your children here like are they with you like i don't think anybody was uh, enjoying this guy and uh, i don't know i i feel like i always have some like idiot sitting behind me at whatever sporting a game. That I <laughs> this goes for this goes for Flyers games too, by yeah. the way. Where there's just an obnoxious asshole. Like there's always one. <laughs> there's always one, and he's always sitting directly behind me. They just follow me. I have like magnets or something. I have an invisible siren above my head that there attracts a, them. Uh, I guess. I typically sit behind the bar, the Phantoms game in 108 there, and there is. Every once in a while, she's she's around. There's this old lady who's just a bitter drunk and just yells at the top of her lungs the entire game. Shoot it! Don't pass it! Shoot it! The entire time at the top of her lungs. It's just like, ah! Yeah. Just, just 
Shut up. Oh, I will say I was doing that yesterday, though. That was me, the bitter drunk, because I was freezing my ass off to watch them lose in embarrassing fashion to the Devils. Usually Flyers-Devils games are like a slop fest. Yeah. It's usually like a two to one or a three to two. Like, like the, these are usually very low scoring affairs. So the fact that it, the final score was 6-3 was not great. And I'd, I'd listen to that stupid goal song every time. People are just saying, you suck. Oh, it was awful. What is your take on outdoor games in general in the NHL these days? I love them. Like, obviously, they're a lot more fun when, you know, your team puts in a good effort. <laughs> like, like, if they put in a good effort and they lost, I would have felt significantly better about yesterday. But... I froze my ass off for seven hours and they go out there and they play like that. Now, granted, they were a lot better in the second period. They had, I think they set the record for like shots on goal in a period and outdoor so, yeah. game. Because uh, they had 24 shots on net. But their rookie goaltender decided he was Patrick Waugh yesterday. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It was just so infuriating. See, like, I felt, I felt they, were pa- they were passing way too much. Like... <laughs> I I was I was shouting I was like shoot it like stop being idiots and just do something with it, um, but yes that la- that old lady was uh me she transferred me her powers yesterday and I was that I was the bitter drunk in the stadium yelling <laughs> them to shoot it, um but no I I love outdoor games like I think they're so fun, um you don't think they're I overdone? Love- no honestly like I kind of love it like. I don't mind them. I think it's cool. I I, think I don't think they have the same mystique that they used to. But as as a you know once or twice a year experience, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's obviously they something they do like once a year. I wish that they had more representation of teams in them. Like next year's Winter Classic is the Blues and the Blackhawks. Like we've yeah. we've been there, done that. Like it's, it's the problem like, with the Winter some, Classic. Give me something new. Give me something you, new. You have the outdoor game, and you know if they just nailed it to the Winter Classic and the Heritage Series, it's like you know, this Winter Classic is passed around every few years to the same teams essentially. Yeah, it's the it's the same original six and like you know a one off with like they had Vegas and Seattle last year. Um, but yeah, like I honestly kind of forgot the Heritage Classic was a thing, but that's probably because I'm not Canadian. Um, but uh, no, I generally love them. They just announced that they're doing Detroit Columbus at Ohio Stadium next year in the Stadium Series. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, but I I generally love them. I love all of the stuff that goes into it. Uh, the fan experience that I was at before the game, I thought that was really fun. Uh, they were giving away Jersey Mike's too, so like you know, you got a snack. Yeah. Yeah. I, just but the, I mean, the, I think it's overrated. Every I think there's. Just, eh. I just I don't know. I'm fine with it. the problem. Is the NHL makes a fuck ton of money from stuff like that? They get that, so is, much money doing it. Why they keep doing it to level, even if it's slightly overdone, even if people are tired of it. Like as long as they're selling out football stadiums. And making all this money, eh, they're going to be multiples every year. So I mean, I think it's really cool. I I think you know they get new jerseys every year, and you know they decorate the the whole area around the <clears throat> the the rink because they got to fill the whole you know football stadium. You know we got we get pregame concerts, we get in game concerts. Yeah, you know I think it's just so fun. I think 
it's so different than a normal hockey game, like in a good way. And I, I think it also means a lot to like the players and the families themselves too, where, they get, where yeah. they get to do like, you know, the skate around outside with their family on the they ice, dress up and, like, like, take their pictures, you know, the wives, and... the wives and girlfriends dress up and they all wear the same outfits and whatnot. Like, I think generally most people have a good time with it. You know, I think as, as long as they only have like, you know, one or two games every year, or you know, less than that. I don't know. Or not less than that. A, a, a few games. Yeah. You know, where they have like the Winter Classic, you know, the Heritage Classic, and maybe like one other. You know, I think that's a good number. And if they keep, you know, having a different, you know, representation of teams that are playing, like I mentioned earlier, I think that there's a lot of like, even still, like untapped potential and untapped markets that they could try and do this in. And I think Put it would the Florida be teams together. Kind of excited. I'd be interested to see what they do. I don't know if they've done like a, a game in a dome. I think that would be interesting. Like in Detroit, they play in a dome. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to touch upon the jerseys. What were your uh, thoughts on these Flyers Winter Classic Stadium Series jerseys? Not Winter Classic. I really <laughs> liked them. Um, I thought they were especially at the game yesterday, I was able to see their numbers a lot better than I was able to see the devil's numbers, which were the black on the dark red. Um, I really liked the contrast of it. I, I thought they were really clean. I loved the big numbers. Um, I actually got one at the game last Saturday uh, against the Kraken where I ran into Nick. We both got jerseys. He got Tippett and I got Drysdale. Um, but yeah, I look, I think they look really nice. Um I guess I just wish that they had the Adidas jerseys available because the only, the only Adidas jersey I've seen for this event was for Konechny, either at the NHL like store, like in New York. Cause I was there Thursday. Um, that was the only non blank Adidas jersey that they had for the flyers. Um, and online, like if you looked at fanatics or wherever NHL shop, the only one they had was Konechny. Um, with or without an A? Uh, without, mm. because they hadn't announced it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, but, I, I mean, other than that, I liked it. So I, I, we both got the Fanatics ones, because they were the only ones that were available. Um, I guess you could have also bought them from... I think the only other place you could buy them was from the Wells Fargo Center shop themselves, like online. I did not see them in-store when we were at the game. Uh, but they mark theirs up higher than I think where you can yeah. buy them elsewhere online. Like I think the store was two sixty, and if you look on Fanatics, I think the Connect New Jersey is only like two thirty. So, mm-hmm. bit of a markup. Right. I know my Fanatics jersey had a bit of a markup just because I was, you know, buying it there. Instant gratification, I guess. <laughs> um, pl- well, but also it was literally the only other place it was available, and they were sold out of Drysdale online. So I had no choice but to get the Fanatics one if I wanted it. They're fine. I, I I really don't have any emotion towards these jerseys one way or the other. Like they could be a lot worse, but they could also be a lot better. They're fine. I think they I just think there's, slick. Yesterday. There's only so many ways you can do orange, black, and white, right? That we haven't Should already. Have been seen. cream. That's why. I don't want white jerseys. I want I, cream jerseys. I still think the what was it? The 2012 Winter Classic ones that they uh-huh. then made their Thursday jerseys. Those are the best jerseys the they've best. ever had. Yeah. They should have never made, be able when to they were that. rebranding. They should. The new era of orange is still the old era of orange. They should have made those the primary jerseys. Oh, I would have loved it. 
Like, it was so creative. I love those jerseys with all my heart. Yeah. They're the best things that they've I've ever put out. I've got a whole bunch of them. I have one of the rusty ones. Yeah. Rusty orange, the uh, second stadium series in Philly. And then, I uh, do like that one. I've been trying to find a Claude Giroux one for the like ages. The black ones are the uh, current alternate. So. Yeah, the current alternates. I don't mind. Uh, like, I know a lot of people shit on the current black jerseys. I, I don't mind them. I don't mind them, but I think for an outdoor game, they were probably not great because I don't think you would have been able to see the numbers well. Probably not, no. But also, they didn't update the orange in the sleeve to match the burnt orange. That's no. my biggest complaint, <laughs> was that if they, like, they want, they like the black jersey, so they want to keep the black jersey as an alternate. Okay, fine. But your whole thing is that you're a new era of orange, and for your alternate jersey, you're, you're going to use the old color mm-hmm. of orange? Like, oh, come on. Yeah, I we we talked about that a lot back in the summer when when they first made oh, that yeah. change. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. I think when the gamers go up, I assume they'll be on Mike Gray over the next week or so. Here, I may consider it if they stay reasonable, but I don't know. Did is that what they usually do? They just auction them off on Mike Gray. So it'll okay. be Mike Gray or Flyers charities. Um, probably Mike Gray for this one. I would assume. I think the ones from the alumni game went up on Mike Gray recently the, uh, yes the mark recce night hall of fame that ends on the 22nd yeah, oh it ends there. on the 22nd yeah. oh i thought it was just it started on the 22nd oh because they had a they had a my gray booth at the the cracking game last weekend i also bought a helmet from my gray i bought a jake hey, Voracek, yeah i bought a jake Voracek game worn helmet Why? i thought that was pretty neat <laughs> I like Jake Voracek. I mean, he was fine. Like, there was a time You said that about everybody. Jake Voracek being lazy was our biggest complaint. And it's like, God, how the fucking times have changed on that one, eh? Like, I would do like, anything for Jake Voracek on this team right now. Like, when Voracek was on, he was on. He was on. on. Yeah. And that, but when he wasn't, he wasn't. And it was pretty noticeable when yeah. he was taking games off and stuff. He was like Kevin Hayes, where it's like, why aren't you better than you are? Yeah, are. <laughs> yeah. Like... He was the most polarizing player on this team for years because of that. Because he was he was just never consistent with it, and you never knew which version of him you were getting from game to game. Oh, the good old days. Yep. <laughs> but yes, I I did like Jake Voracek um, most of the time, anyway. Uh, and well, also he was the only like notable player whose helmet they had. Like, they were auctioning off, like, a bunch of players, and I'm like, these are, like, third-line, I've always line wondered about buddies. that, because I, I, I like, follow them on like, Instagram, and they it show... It was, like, Ryan White and Justin <laughs> yeah. Bailey, and I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck about either of those. Like, they had, like, Konechny sticks, and I think they had, like, gloves, but I was like, what am I going to do with a glove? I was like, also, it's probably smelly. Like... <laughs> and I don't need I already have a couple sticks that are just kind of sitting in the corner and I was like well like... God, so do I <laughs> <laughs> I was just like well I don't know I think it would be cool to add something to my collection that I don't have yet Um, and I was like well and I think other people probably bought the Konechny and Couturier stuff by the time I had gotten there Um. So I don't know. I was, yeah, I always I just, wondered what I had they just have never on seen, hand. I had just never seen the helmets there before. And 
obviously the stuff for like current flyers players was like higher and more expensive. Uh, but the helmet was 200 bucks. So I didn't, I actually didn't think that was terrible, but I, I don't really know how they're, how much they're supposed to cost in the first place. Um, Probably but close I, figured, to it. Maybe I figured for a game worn helmet, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I follow Migra on Instagram, and I see them put up their stuff for in in arena in arena sales every now and again. I'm always like, I wonder what they actually have there. I see pictures like jerseys and stuff, and I'm like, what are the odds they have? You know, Claude Giroux and Konechny and all the actual yeah, big they, name, or is it just a bunch of random fucking nobodies that stuff that like, they have there? It was like it was like they had a couple Travis Konechny stuff. They're just like, cleaning out from stuff. players like Ryan White. Hey, that was. T- fucking at least a decade ago by now <laughs> you could have bought like hockey socks or pants or whatever i was like okay like i enjoy hockey memorabilia but like buying somebody else's hockey pants like <laughs> that seems a little gross <laughs> That's probably uh, but, they, but they had like the name plates of it again like guys whose name like i wouldn't know if they were standing right in front of me i was like who is this guy who is this um the jerseys they had i think were either like blanks or like i think they had like a morgan frost i think they had a couturier but like other than that again it was like random ass dudes i was like no thank you and of course the jerseys were the most expensive ones that were there right and i was like all right well i'm not i'm not spending six hundred dollars on a jersey tonight in addition to the one i (laughs) <laughs> just bought 10 minutes ago um so i was like yeah they didn't they didn't have anybody like cool like that yeah they didn't have any of the heavy hitters there was no there was no claude Giroux in that pile there was no wayne simmons in that pile like no gagne like n- n- none of the cool guys um it was either like i don't know just middling players Way to sell like, off all their excess stuff. Yeah. If they're not moving Exa- online. Yeah. Basically, it was like they're it was like they're going out of business sale, pretty much. <laughs> oh god! But I do like the helmet that I got. I think it's cool. Um, I I think he was at. Didn't he do some interview with like Flyers Daily? It was just or a something? Flyers game. Uh weeks ago when arizona was in town eh. oh yeah yeah yeah. that's it i was like first of all why are you there second of all it's apparently still on the this? payroll somewhere how come i didn't know this so that way i could have gotten you to sign my helmet eh, I, yeah. that is the, that is the one downside about buying a helmet of a guy who's no longer here is that i don't think i can get him to sign it which would have been like the icing on top of it's gonna be hard to track down jake voracek these days, yeah man. probably eh. <laughs> so but uh, speaking of getting things signed, I'm probably going to be at the Flyers Carnival. I love going to those events um, and like meeting the players and getting stuff signed. So if you are also going, feel free to reach out and we can meet up and you can tell me your thoughts on all things Flyers. <laughs> is that like middle of March or something? It is March 17th. So it's St. Patty's Day. It's a Sunday. It's always on a Sunday. But it's usually around February or March in the afternoon. Uh, I don't really do a ton of, like, the carnival stuff, even though it's the carnival. I mostly just go there. Parking is free, but you do have to get down to the stadium because it's at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, I usually just go in and then, you know, I kind of walk around and see what they got going on. They have players, like, playing games with people like cornhole or, you know, ping pong or whatever, stuff like that. Um, there's a dunk tank. I don't think the players go in that though. There's a huge Ferris wheel in the middle. Uh, but I pretty much 
only really go for like the player signings and I just kind of, you know, meander around and watch all of the other stuff in between. It's great for people watching, by the way. Um, if, if that is something that interests you <laughs> because there are a lot of people there, but I, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's really fun and all the money goes to charity. Um, so if you are a Flyers fan and you haven't gone yet, you should definitely go. And if you have gone, you should go again this year. <laughs> That's my little shameless plug. There you go. What a shill. For the Flyers charities. Uh. They didn't pay me for that, but they probably should. <laughs> but I love know. it. It's so fun. It's definitely, it's one of my favorite events they do all year, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. That's like the next big, I don't know, Flyers-related event that I plan on attending. I think I'm going to go to like a couple games. I just don't know if they're going to be before then. Well, there you go. I mean, we're pretty much out of time. Uh, You're kicking me off. It, you heard me go on my charity spiel, and you were like, I got to get this girl out of here. Inside cut, job, working for cut, the Flyers front office here. Cut the mic, you know. I mean, we're at... I'm actually sitting next to Danny Breer right now. <laughs> 49 minutes right now. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um... No, I think I think we kind of covered most of the stuff. Every less big takeaways is uh, cut Sam Erson some slack. Yeah. And uh, Flyers need to learn how to market their big announcements better. Yep. <laughs> Did you think that? I mean, I was getting a lot of commercials for the game. We can tell, speaking of marketing, we can do this real quick. I feel like the NHL is perpetually bad at marketing their outdoor games. Like I feel like genuinely most people forget that there's an outdoor game. But I was getting commercials for this one, like, out the wazoo. Like, I don't know if it was because they were just targeting me because it was the Jonas Brothers. Because they, th- I don't know, were you getting these commercials too, or am I crazy? I saw some targeted ads. I don't know if I saw any actual commercials for it. They had, like, one commercial where it's, like, the Jonas Brothers standing, like, in front of, like, the jerseys in the locker room that they, you know, were going to wear. And talking about, like, buying tickets to the thing. I've seen that commercial so many times. So maybe it's just me, but their their marketing worked for that because I could not forget about this game even if I tried. Even if I didn't have tickets. See, it's I hard because you, we have no idea. Is it just because we're in the market this time and we got all our eyes on the product, or was it actually better uh, advertising by the NHL just in general to, to get right. the stuff out? So, you know, if this was two teams that weren't ours, would we have given a shit? Would we have been targeted in these ads in general or, or seen them on television or anywhere else? I do think it's funny that there was like right along center ice, there was um, like an ad that I, I don't know if it showed up for you guys on the screen or like, cause they have like the digital ads and everything, yeah. but it was one ad like right along the, the center ice. And it said, this is New Jersey. Um, except the two teams that played there today in the New Jersey themed event, neither of them were from New Jersey. <laughs> Um, it was technically an Islanders home game in New Jersey at oh. MetLife Stadium. Because apparently, I didn't know this, but the Rangers have like a, a hard, like a hard definitive rule that they have to have 41 home games. Like every year, they have to be at Madison Square Garden. So like when they when they played the the Sabers or what was it in the Winter Classic a couple years ago, the Sabers were the home team. Even though it was at City Field, hmm. I, the more you, the more you know. I learned this yesterday. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's just 
mind-boggling to me. But I, I don't know what else they would have done. They can't have the Devils play in a back-to-back outside. <laughs> so I'm, I, I don't really know what other way the you could, you could, you could slice it, right? Yeah. You know, they were trying to capitalize on the four teams in the tri-state area, which I thought they did well. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was funny that it, it was a New Jersey-themed event. And both of the teams playing today were not from New Jersey. Like, I don't know, maybe... The, I don't. I don't know. They could have made it a New York themed event. That might have worked better. Because I'm sure. Jersey, I'm sure. North I'm sure New North. Jersey, pe- I'm sure North Jersey people say they're from New York anyway. I don't know. Thing. You yeah. could do both. That's what the. Um, isn't that what the World Cup is doing? They're marketing it as like New York. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, the New York sports teams play there. New Jersey doesn't have a football team. I don't know. All in all, I had a good time yesterday, except yeah, minus minus the freezing my butt off part. Yeah, that that was brutal. <laughs> that alone would have kept me away. Honestly, I think it kept most Flyers fans away. Like I said, there were there were definitely Flyers fans there, but there were significantly more Devils fans around. Well, on that note, everyone, uh, we'll call it a day. We got a busy friggin' week on this show. Um, friggin' flyer went up yesterday when you're hearing this we'll be back with noah dylan and papa this week we got new freaking flyer recording on friday so all kinds of stuff on here plenty of shit up on the website brotherlypuck.com at the flyer event at brotherlypuck at brotherly underscore pod um we'll be releasing an official commercial for it soon but if you want to go ahead and follow shane's new program at tip to tip pod on Twitter is where the uh, links are. It's the tip to tip podcast. And we're up on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more than likely whatever you're listening to this on. So check that out if you want more Flyerside chat. We're putting up stuff from the vault and we're putting up all of our pre records that we did in November and December. So you can check all that shit out. It is going up twice a week over there. And we'll have an official launch here soon. But uh, yeah, Katie! That's exciting. To- it is. Yeah. Keep people find uh, you on you... Uh, uh, Twitter. X. Not, Twitter. I was going to say it's not Twitter anymore. Yeah, it's X, Zanu. <laughs> uh, you can find me there on at Claude Giroux, but the A in Claude is a four. Yeah. It never gets old. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time. Goodbye and good night.